money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That's really good because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. And we're back in the saddle after some time in the summer, joined us last week for the first show, and we realized, wow, we got to, you know, so I'm just so excited to be back kind mm-hmm. of live, uh, although we did enjoy the break. So we did, there it yes. is. So, and now it's like, okay, let's gear up for school. Maybe they, maybe they're hearing we've got more energy now after mm. our big, long rest. I hope but, so. But, but the big, long rest was full of, of book writing and editing, mm-hmm. so... Yeah. So uh, more just, news to come. More, more news, news to, to come. come. But I, I, the book title is called T- "Cultivating Trust." So, um, and as soon as the pre-order website is up and running, it will be out on social media, and you guys can pre-order a book written by Me. Reb. The foreword by Dave Van Oppen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and. Uh, uh, we, we won't talk about all the behind the scenes hugging and comforting <laughs> and uh, tear wiping and okay, that, I didn't that Dave cry did. That, I didn't. Oh, you that, did. That oh, yes. Did, right? I made him cry. One of the chapters made him cry. So mm-hmm. I was like, wow. Well, and, anyway, you might yeah. want to read it just to find out what, what made him cry. Anyway. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show. To the so show. glad okay. you're joining us this morning. Grab a coffee, pull up. Let's. We're going to talk about back to school because it is back to school and uh, it's the end of August. We're not sure, actually. I, I don't pay attention very well to this stuff, but some of you might be in school. Mm-hmm. Some of you might be starting Monday. Some of you are waiting till after Labor Day to start. And um, we still have um, pandemic kind of conditions for back to school, as far as I understand. In our home, we're keeping Serena home another year. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be homeschooling and working at the same, well, not the same time, but we're going to do both. So, um, But that, we are talking to the parents, not the kids. We are talking so, to the parents, so, not the kids. You know, and we, we are hoping that it kind of echoes a little bit about what we uh, talked about last week, which was waiting on the Lord. And you're going to say, well, what does that have to do with back to school? Okay, so, and, and, you know, if you're single or you're under 25 or you're at school, don't don't tune out yet because uh, even though we're saying it's back to school, there's some things that we want to talk about today that, that are a little bit universal. That we're using right. the back to school as an excuse to talk about how we can be intentional, be intentional in terms of the planning of things yeah. that we know are, are going to happen. So, yeah. if you need to listen to last week's show... Um, Great. More than enough.ca, chri.ca, not mine.ca. Those uh, websites have the, the podcast with just a player. So you can just hit play and go. You don't need any special thing. Uh, if you're a podcaster and you want to subscribe, uh, subscribe. If you want to go on our YouTube channel, um, we're not there's as up no, to date on our no, YouTube channel. We're getting of, there, but we're not as up to date on the YouTube channel uh, as we're we, not we getting there. Actually, I've it's Uh-oh. just been dormant for the summer, but the financial fitness seminar is on there as is the debt snowball that Dave 
Dave and I did uh, two summers ago. So if you want to get a refresher on um, building an emergency cushion and paying down your debt, you can go to Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb on YouTube. On YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So today we're talking about back to school. Every year we've done, last few years, we've done a back to school show. This is very late for the back to school show because we're literally back to school. Normally, we'd love to tell you about this in July to get you thinking about what are you doing with your family in back to school? What is it going to cost? What are the programs involved that your kids want to be a part of? Can you do everything that they want you to do? Mm-hmm. Um, but before we have this discussion, I want to look at a verse in Proverbs 16, verse 9. And um, this actually, I mentioned to David, is actually, um, I lost my brother 19 years ago, and this is on his epitaph at the cemetery. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Um, Proverbs 16, verse 9. And why are we reading that? Why would I mention my brother's death? That sounds like a real big, sad thing. And it it is, and it has been. Um, but my sister-in-law, when he passed away, chose that verse because they have all kinds of plans. Mm-hmm. We have all kinds of plans in place, but we don't know with certainty uh, how long we have. And um, it, I read this great book this past year. I think I've talked about it already. It's called Living Life Backwards. It's by David Gibson. It's um, understanding the book of Ecclesiastes and how we can understand our life um, based on the starting point of knowing that what is certain is our death, mm. that one day we will die. It happens to all of us. We're born and we will die. But in the context of our death, we can take hope and enjoy our lives and, and make plans, but hold, we call it holding them loosely. Mm-hmm. I always think of my open hands. I'm going to make some plans. We're going to make talk about making plans for school, but we're going to hold them loosely. We're not going to come with clenched fists and say, we're going to do this plan whether you want us to or not, God, um, we want to come to the Lord and say, we have these plans in place, but we're going to hold them loosely and lightly in our hands because we know that you ultimately have the say over our life. And it actually says in James as well, we've talked about that during the pandemic, especially, you know, come now you who say today or tomorrow, we're going to go to such and such a city, uh, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. And my brother was 47 years old when he died in a car accident. And that was, uh, that was a hard story, hard thing to live through. Um, yeah, that's a whole other story. But, um, I, you know, it, it brings up great memories and hard memories all at the same time. But I'm sure if he told you today, um, you know, before he passed away, actually, he had met with my other brother and said, you know what, I'm ready to go. I've lived my life. I'm I'm good. You know, I don't know what the Lord has in store. And, you know, within six months of that statement, he was no longer here with us. So I just don't say that as a downer because you're like, oh, I hate talking about dying. Oh, yeah, we're talking about money and death. I, think, I know. Uh, okay, uh, what is certain? No. Taxes and death. No. I actually wrote that in my notes here for the show. What's certain? <laughs> but we want to encourage you that 
when we plan, we hold things loosely, mm. understanding that our tomorrows are really in God's hands. Look at the pandemic. Look at what happened. We were told no on so many levels. What you're planning can no longer happen. How many of us have canceled our trips because mm. of it? But we want to encourage you that we're still needing to plan financially. You can't just say, oh, well, you know, Jesus is coming back someday and I don't have to worry about my dad or my credit card, you know, the biblical principles at work that God has given us are still true, mm-hmm. whether we're in a pandemic or whether we're not. And we just want to encourage you today that we're going to encourage some planning, but we want to encourage you to actually hold them loosely as well. And, the, and this is really, you know, this is why we, we say a back to school show, because statistically what we see is, is that for the, the average Canadian family, September is actually one of the most expensive times of the year um, in terms of, of having money and preparing for it. It's in direct competition with December. I mean, we, we always think, okay, you know, the, the financial emergency happens at Christmas, right? Because, well, you know, you can't plan for Christmas well. Okay, let's just back up a second here. But here's here's what we see. Are you telling me Christmas isn't an emergency? Uh-oh. No, Christmas is an Christmas emergency. Gives is but, not an but emergency. But let me put this in context. <laughs> let me back it up and, and, and you'll see how this happens. So, you know, July and August are, are holidays. Some people actually have a reduction of income during their holidays. So when they take a, a break, the, they reduce income. Some people not, but generally there, there's a little bit of an expensive time or, or a, a different time around money. So we, we get through holidays and maybe what we've decided is, is like, woohoo, we saved up for our holidays. We had the money and and now we hit september and it's like okay that there's uh, again as we come out of this pandemic there there may be some sports that you want to get the kids in there may be some extra things or there, there there may be some extra just you know back to school clothing or or backpacks if for those who haven't been in a classroom for the last year and a half You've grown out of everything, right? So if you want to, this to, is an issue in our house. Oh, so. for sure, right? So, so you know, we look at that, and we go, "Oh my goodness, September's here." My kids, if we're, you're talking about kids, uh, we're going to be out of the house. We're going to be doing something different, and, and so there's some expenses there. Um, and, and I'm going to say this emphatically right here: this happens every year, consistently, year over year. Um, so if, if you have a back to school regime in your house, you know, you're going to spend more money than the regular month, than the normal month than you've spent in the last six months. Typically there are, uh, there is a rhythm and a season for that. So for some people, that's the, 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 the surprise I, I put in quotes. This is, wow, I didn't realize September was that expensive. Yes. September is one of one of the expensive months that we have. Um, but then we get through September and we go, okay, I juggled the ball. I made it work. Maybe we're getting into October and we've got a little bit of money left on a credit card that we have to pay off or the cash flow is really low. Um, maybe you throw an emergency in there. Not that that does, but you think, oh, okay, throw an emergency in there. And, and it, the, the emergency really messes with you. Okay, now the emergencies really mess with me. But then we hit October and there's Thanksgiving. And for most of us, again, there's maybe a higher grocery bill or there's something. Throw a birthday in there and all of a sudden you're going, okay, I, I can't quite catch up as I go through October. November, Black Friday, we're starting to think about Christmas. And, and we never quite catch the breath so that when we get to December, 
It's like, okay, cash flow is really low. Any money we did have saved up that we were saving for Christmas may or may not have been there. So you can see that that we really, in, from September, October, November, um, preparing for those months and, and, and recognizing that there are some specific events that we want to over the course of the entire year, be putting 20, 50, you know, whatever cash flow you can, can consistently pull out, set aside for that September. You know, maybe you, you have a, a savings account that's listed kids sports. Maybe you have a, a savings account that's, you know, obviously Christmas is one of them. So you're saying that we could be putting money away automatically all year long for that these, now, these things that are coming up in September, October, or like in our home, we have a Christmas gift account. So sure. every week we're putting a little bit of money so that Christmas won't take us by surprise because Christmas isn't a surprise and back to school isn't a surprise and car repairs aren't a surprise. I, I guess it just goes back to simple planning, whether it's school mm -hmm. um, or or any other thing that happens in your household, you want to be planning for it. And um, I guess it goes to two things we always say, and you guys may be sick of us saying it, face your finances. Financial awareness creates empowerment. If you bury your head in the sand, as Dave so eloquently put earlier in 2021, what do they see but your butt in the air? Uh, you know, if your head's buried and that's not a pretty picture. So, so facing your finances and, and this, <laughs> this is one of those times I, I am laughing. On, <laughs> I am laughing. I'm just holding it back. Promise. But, but when we face our finances, this is maybe the time again, where you can, you know, there's lots, just go to your bank account, print off in a sense, summarize the last six months or maybe even the last year. And, and get, get a graph of your expenses and, and look at the graph. And this is where, again, that information, you don't want to hang there yet, but you might say, look at three times during the year, we have really high expenses, you know, and, and, and kind of look at those. What is going on in that last year where you can very quickly see in a graph? Oh, hey, there's September's a high point, December's a high point, and, you know, maybe there's two. I don't know, but you know, when you get, when you can see that and face that, then you can say, okay, we need to be planning for those things. Um, and then the, it's looking for in, in that graph, looking for the high points, looking for the, oh, here's where we did that special trip. Now we didn't do, you know, we're not going to do that next year, or maybe we are going to do that next year, but it's at a different month or a different time. We need to be planning for, uh, again, vacation account. So, you know, there's some, some things that you can almost every pay period begin to, to, to say, okay, we need to be putting aside some money for those things. And that's unique to you. So we've listed, you know, vacation. We've listed September or school or kids, uh, sports. We've listed, uh, um, Christmas, Christmas you know, as and, we do that and car repairs or, mm -hmm. you know, it's just facing those things. We had a, a beautiful exercise this summer with a group of young adults. And I remember one of them saying when we actually, so we, we met with them, we talked about creating a spending plan and we actually did it with them. And one of the things that they realized, um, one of the young women was, I can't believe how much detail there is. So at first, if you've never done this before, you know, and you're looking at your bank account and you're bringing it and you're creating these categories 
categories and you want like we we had it down to well what are we doing with our hair and our nails like as women like oh man we have to know how much that is yes you have to know how much that is that does you don't just put on your credit card and you know hope hope somehow it will magically get paid for you know some of these things we we make plans for and and having an awareness of and it goes to the other phrase we say it more than enough spend what you plan and plan what you spend i mean if any of our coaches could quote dave with any quote it's that one it's been a like our kids could quote them like it's the most i mean maybe we'll put that on your tombstone well, we have it on the t-shirt already, so <laughs> just put the t-shirt over the tombstone and away we go, right? There, there's there's Economy 101 okay, that, that Dave's I know, version. some of you yeah, might so. think that's morbid, but I kind of think it's funny. Yeah. But anyway, um, it would summarize your life at more than enough. Anyway, spend what you plan and plan what you spend. So now you can hear Dave's voice when you're out shopping. Have I planned for what I'm spending? Now, we want to talk about another little thing. Some of us in, in this pandemic don't have the resources. Right. We're, we're struggling. Some of us have done really well. Others of us have lost jobs. We, we don't have what it takes to, to put our kids in, um, hockey or, you know, soccer. What do we do in those situations? So we were talking about that before the show. And there's, there's two kinds of groups of people. Maybe. So I want to talk to the, the group of people that, you know, when you look back over this, this pandemic period, you go, you know what? We actually we we've increased our savings. We've we've uh, you know a lot of the the pressures of uh, maybe marketing and the things we would have bought um, we didn't buy because we weren't out shopping or, or whatever. But we we find ourselves in a better or a more stable financial position than than a couple of years ago. And and just want to talk directly to you to say, listen, uh, as again as we ask the Lord the question, so Lord. What are we going to plan? How are we going to plan the, this spending? Uh, then, then look around for those people who are in your severe of influence who may have been affected or are still being affected. And I want to share uh, a quick story uh, about early on in the pandemic. One of uh, one of my clients just shared the story with me, and she said, "You know, I'm, I'm a hairdresser." Uh, I have no idea when we're going to be back or when we're not going to be back. Uh, it's my only source of income and, and I'm, I'm really fearful. I'm really scared. And, and, uh, she got a call from one of her clients who just said, listen, I know you can't cut my hair, but we're doing really well. We have extra. So I want to support you. I want to, and, and she, uh, she, she just no tax receipt, no talking about, you know, no, she just looked for, for where the need was in, in her sphere of influence. And she said, I can help you. And, and she gave her a couple gifts. I know there were a couple of gifts that she gave over the course of the pandemic. And, and for those people that have more than enough where, where you're going, I want to speak directly to you. Just look around. There is need and, and, uh, you know, this is where we get to be the hands and the feet and, and the real tangible part of, of sharing what God has blessed us with and, and sharing that with whether you get a tax receipt or not. Um, you've heard it from me. It does not matter. Just go out and do what, what God's uh, put on your heart to do. Cause I, I can, I can imagine the delight. If you've never said to the Lord, where could I give today? And today you listen, listen uh, to the podcast and you think, okay, Lord, where could I give today? Mm-hmm. Just be patient and wait and see who pops into your mind and see how, uh, you know. Can I change that a little bit? Why? 
where can I share what I have today? What did I say? You said give. Oh. And I, I'm, I know oh, I'm, I'm being the wordy man. guy. Being I'm being the wordy, the wordy guy. guy. But, but that God has blessed us with these resources so that we can share the love of God tangibly. Um, you know, we don't take possession of it. We, you know, again, it's semantics, I know, and, and we can get a little bit proud when we say, oh, I gave some money away. But, but when I say, you know what, I, I'm sharing what I have with those that are around me that, that have a need. Again, this is Dave. Uh, I won't project it, but, no, I, but ask I think the Lord, how, how can we share what, what you've given us today with the people that are around us? And and then go ahead. Who and pops then, into your head? Well, and then who pops into your head and, and, and just go with it because the Holy Spirit will prompt you. And sometimes um, there's a book out there called the 10 second rule. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, just do it in the next 10 seconds. If we wait any longer than that, we've got excuses galore why we shouldn't give it why we shouldn't share what we have or why we shouldn't do that that good thing that might be putting you out of your comfort zone. So, you know, in light of back to school, maybe you don't have kids anymore in sports, but you could sponsor some kids. And if you don't know where to look, I would, you know, call your uh, local church, call your pastor. You know, where are the families in our community who would really benefit? Can you imagine the joy you'd bring to a child to help pay for hockey when that's a dream and they've never been able to do it because the cash just isn't there like that that's amazing now on the other hand so we're talking about sharing but you might be on the other hand you might be on the receiving end and hang on i know i know we 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 got time but you're interrupting i know i keep interrupting but uh, but i think this is really important we just heard a story recently and, and i'm gonna say go over and above in that sharing uh, you know, you might be saying, hey, I'm, I'm going to go get a gift card. And you know what? I was thinking 50, but Lord, maybe oh, yeah, you're telling was- me 100. Or, hey, uh, we heard a story about uh, a student being sponsored for this great uh, experience in her education. And, and I'm sure that costs thousands and thousands of dollars. And then there was a revisiting. How are you doing? You know, the person okay, was sharing. We have, okay. I'm not going to share the story because we don't have time. But she came back she, and she said. Had, okay, no, this okay. was a this was a university student who mm-hmm. was going to Queens. And she had a dream to do her first year overseas because mm-hmm. Queens has a school and a castle over there. And it was it just wasn't possible. But she shared the dream. Her mm-hmm. family shared the dream. And this woman who um, had money to send her kids to school, didn't need the money to send her kids for, to school for whatever reason, had the resources. And she went to uh, our young friend and said, well, why don't uh, I sponsor you for the year? And then she revisited at Christmas because our young friend didn't have uh, the cash to do the traveling around Europe. And she said, well, why don't you tell me what your plans are and I'll see if I can help you do that too. Like this was over and above. And it's a beautiful story because what this, like it was directly from the heart of God to our young friend. And it, it was just, we just, she just shared it with us recently. And it was such a powerful story of giving and a challenging one. So if you're on that end, so yes, good story, Dave. To interrupt and, and I'll put a plug in for gospelpatrons.org. Reb, you can put that in the in the okay. uh, show notes. But you know this this is why we love gospelpatrons.org. Uh, if you haven't read the book Gospel Patron, um, then and, and and this is resonating with you. 
start there. Uh, it's it, it's just a summary of of how God uses those uh, people who who say yes when when there's some resources. And so Boy, now, how did, how did we get onto the gospel patrons and giving when we start off with planning? Because I wanted to talk to the people that might be able yes, to help. Yes, so. and we do. We but you might be on the other end, and you might mm-hmm. want to be the the one with lots of resources, but you don't have that currently. And I just want to encourage you to. Um, express your need mm-hmm. to someone that you trust. And you may not even have to tell any person, but you can ask the Lord, Lord, I really would love my child to play soccer this season or to play hockey or to have swimming lessons over the winter or, 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 or I don't know what it is your heart's desire. And you are tired of saying no to your children and you just want them to be blessed. You know, First of all, ask the Lord because you have no idea how, how he'll prompt and use your, um, uh, your story to, to create a community of sharing. And it doesn't mean you're never going to be able to share because I have learned that whether we're giving or receiving, it's a part of how the ebb and flow of community works. You won't always be the receiver and you, can give in so many different ways, just more than just giving in money. The people who we have ever given to have given to, um, you know, given us so much more. It's been a privilege to give to others financially, but it also is a privilege to receive from others. It's, and we have this pride about receiving. And, and this summer we actually had broadcast Pam Dick's interview about giving and receiving. So if you need to go listen to that again, it's really beautiful, but I just want to encourage you, you know, there are backpack programs out there. If you, your kids need a backpack, there are clothing programs. Um, I, I said to, we're involved out here in our community with the House of Lazarus. So, you know, that it's a great resources in our community, uh, south of, uh, Ottawa, we're south of Ottawa. So we're <laughs> like north or south, south of Ottawa. Um, and there are places in Ottawa, no doubt, that have the same kind of resources. Please don't be shy to to ask for help in this season because there are many of us who just want to share what we have and want the opportunity. So, I mean, that we're coming to the end of the show and we just want to recap, you know, plan, plan, face plan, your finances, face your finances, spend plan, what, plan what you spend, spend and spend, spend what you plan. plan right. Uh, and, and, and um, if you have a need, or if you can meet the need, reach out, step out of your comfort zone, ask for help, or or share what you have. And and I, I think uh, we're, I'm just going to leave that word share with you in the sense that if you have more than you need, then share it. And if you don't Even have, if- then share then share that as well. Um, as we share in the community, then then we can go okay. Um, let's again, uh, if I read back through the Old Testament and, and I hear and, and read how the Lord asks us to use our resources, often the, 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 the end result is, is so that there will be no poor among you. So that, so that we'll be able to, to all, uh, experience the, the, the provision and the, the, the blessing of the Lord together. Uh, so again, that's the heart of God is, is for, for us to, 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 as a, a community, to grow and live and and give and receive and share what we have, whether it's in resources, time or energy. But while we come to the end, I do want to say, Dave said, you know, if you have extra, share it. 
And I would say if you're prompted by the Lord and don't have the extra, but you're prompted to share, share it. It doesn't mean you have to have, we only give when we have extra. We give when the Lord says. So you go with your heart of giving because you have no idea how he wants to funnel his resources through you, whether you have much or you have little. Um, if you have a need, share it. If you can share, do it. If, um, if it's a new venture for you, then call us and we'll help walk you through what it's like to share what you have. Well, Lord, we do thank you that you have given us so much uh, that uh, we we don't only just uh, share what we have uh, based on our, our own ability, but that you are there and, and that you deposit into us first. And then we get to share that out with uh, with those around us. So I just want to thank you for that, Lord. I want to thank you for your grace to us, your love to us that uh, doesn't cost any money to share, but that we can just simply do that. And Lord, we just thank you for all these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us. And we'll be back next week with more great podcasts for the fall. Join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.